Hi everyone, welcome back to the Daily Mouse, and today I am joined by Stella and Kai. Hi. Uh, and today's topic, um, topic of discussion, will be about gender equality. So, girls, what is gender equality to you? So obviously, there's when people talk about gender equality, a lot of people say, "Oh, men and women are not the same." And one of the big things for me is pushing the idea that when we talk about equality, it's not necessarily saying that a man and women are equal in the terms of looks and in terms of like the way they function in society, but in like in terms of in front of the law, like yeah. their their rights should be equal. So um, a woman has equal rights in a workplace, just as a man, a woman has equal opportunities, um, the same type of opportunities that a man gets um, that no matter what's that what factor of life that's to do with and gender equality should be where they literally all things that are to do with the law and in terms of their rights and their safety should be the equal yep i agree Stella, do you want to add anything onto that uh, yeah i agree pretty much i think uh like gender equality is about uh basically breaking down any systems in place and any prejudices people have on an individual level to um uh, create equality be- between like all genders uh between you know men and women and any other marginalized genders and i think to do that we need to uh examine ev- all aspects of society like all the th- there's loads of there's millions of different ways that women are oppressed in society yeah and i think we need to look as a whole where they all kind of stem from because they're all going to come from similar places and then once we've worked that out then we'll be on a good path towards gender equality yeah i agree with both of you i think that gender equality is a big um we should have gender equality in society and we need to work together um as a whole to eradicate the problems that we face so we need to actually see how big gender, how big of an issue gender inequality is. So, twenty three percent of British people only see it as a problem. How do you guys feel about this stat? That is such a small percentage of people in this country that cares um, enough to do something about it. Um, I think that it's not surprising. Uh, I think a lot of people don't really. Uh, I think a lot of people as in general think we're kind of because like women have the right to vote or whatever like yeah. things like that they think that we're kind of done with it all and like women are in the workplace where we don't need to worry about it but if you think about like outside of the UK and the, the west really mm-hmm. there's a lot to address and also I think it's not just about like equality like under capitalism for example I think there's a lot of things like in America we've literally seen abortion being overturned yeah the Roe v like, Wade Roe v. Wade, like yeah. that's that to to a lot of people, that's kind of like it doesn't seem of a big of a deal, but it is like it's abortion is like should be a fundamental right, and it's not. Do you think, uh, especially in America, do you think that the, because we know statistically there's more men in power, do you think it's not just about gen um taking away their rights and oppressing women but it's more about showing their power what type of power they hold and what that power they can use it across other countries so we know how the west especially america and the uk they implemented that power into like the middle east started wars and we know how and we can also think that to gender gender inequality because in afghan afghanistan right now with the taliban being in power due to all the events that happened 20 plus years ago um women losing the right for education losing the right to health and things like that so how do you feel about 
um, it's not actually about gender, it's actually more about power. Um, yeah, I I think that. I think it's definitely more of a power struggle. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, do you want to have a, do you want to say something, Clyde, about that? Yeah, I was basically going to say that you're right. When we look at those in power, it is mostly like white men and it's those yeah. types of people that make the decisions um, over everyone else and based on their ideologies and what they believe is right um, that's when they make laws and legislations and when they get passed they affect everyone else that's not necessarily represented but that's not necessarily to say that um, they can't represent us it's just that because that that's like the majority in power they're only going to benefit themselves and people like them yeah. and we need more women in power we need more women to you know be in like higher up corporations and things like that for them to be able to represent us because it's like 50 percent of like our population is not even being represented in power because women are not uh, women do not have those positions so you want to have more women in power but um do you believe that it should just be women or do you think like they need to make sure they have the mindset to push equality out because in the past we've had Margaret Thatcher in power but we've known that she was very right-wing very against gender like her whole cabinet was just men so do we need to be careful on who we elect as well yeah def definitely definitely because there are women out there that don't have other women's best interests at heart but the more women we have um in power the more women we give voices yeah the more like they'll be able to see our problems because they don't even see our issues as issues when we talk about like sexual harassment and violence against women and girls it's they don't even see that as a big enough issue to even yeah. you know look past and um when it comes to like abortion rights and stuff people don't see that as a women's issue and they don't see that as like um something that benefits all women they think oh just because my religion says that uh, I should not like you know do abortions and I should be pro-life they think that they have the right to like push their beliefs onto other women and you know try and decide what they're supposed to do with their bodies and they don't see that oh just because it's not something that I want doesn't mean that someone else would not want that and someone else should not have the right to do it so do you think that is also linked to the patriarchal society we live in because someone's not born with all these thoughts and that beliefs is to do like your environment so what do you think like both of you can answer this what can we what can we do to change our environment so girls in the future and women because obviously we know statistically older women have more of those thoughts because of their environment they grew up in when they were younger so how can we change our environment this could include in schools and education and just around in society in general what can we do to change um, people's mindsets i think just being louder just like wherever you go, whatever setting you're in, make sure your voice is heard and make sure you're, you know, you're presenting yourself so that you're not like silenced and you're not hidden and that you you show yourself to be equal to a man. Like if you see a man getting opportunities, you need to push for those opportunities, you need to ask. And it's going to be a lot harder because they're not readily available to you like they are for men. Yeah. But the more you push for it, the more like you will get to places um that men already have like access to and then that way you will also encourage other women and girls to you know take it upon themselves to also go to those places I think we like I know we usually have to ask men to like you know try and listen to us and try and like yeah. reason 
doesn't understand where we're coming from and the hardships that we go through but it's just so hard for them to like understand because they're, they've not been through what we've been through and yeah. it's uh, it'd be really difficult it's really really difficult to try and make them understand and listen to our voices and our struggles and I think it's time to just take it upon ourselves and just try and get ourselves in better positions so that we our voices can be heard uh, I agree Stella do you want to add anything on to that uh, yeah I, I completely agree with that um I think in general though I think the best I think as long as we have as long as we don't really address kind of the root causes of a lot of these problems they're just gonna continue to come back yeah. I think and I think we really need to look at like where women are most disenfranchised like for example like education around the world education isn't a right for a lot of women like 129 million girls are out of school around the yeah. world when they should be in school um I think also like in like um medicine as well a lot of women are you know like uh they're seen as there's a lot of medical misogyny as in women are kind of dismissed as hysterical or like for having problems related to like for example menstruation or childbirth or whatever yeah. um I think that like in general women obviously are less are more likely to be paid less in the third world they're more likely yeah. to be in like positions or jobs that are um, more dangerous they're more likely to be um carrying out unpaid domestic labor they like the the market for unpaid domestic labor worldwide is in the trillions and it's mostly women carrying out that work and it's completely yeah. unpaid and it's actually more than the global tech industry it's like massive and I think as a whole, unless we really do address those kind of big, like, sectors and where women are being oppressed or, you know, disenfranchised, I think then we're just going to have the same problems over and over again. So we need to address the root cause. Yeah, I feel yeah. like um, with having more women in, like, those types of, se- like, industries, um, I'm, I can't talk for the other countries, but I know in this in the UK, as a first world, so it's good how there are actually programs just for women to get into um, tech, you know, consulting, all that, like just for women, tailored for them, so we can actually push that barrier. And also, I just want to address another point you said about girls' education and how they have to stop at primary, secondary school because of, you know, for example, child marriages as well. Like they get, in some cultures especially, they get girls married young and then they just want them to produce kids and be a stay-at-home mum. And, like, they just keep pushing them up. But the child, I feel like it's abuse in a way as well. Of course. Like, their child, yeah, the child who's getting taken away, the second they get their period, they're, ex- they're expected to, like, produce kids. They usually get married to men who are 10-plus years older than them. And yeah. they are more likely to be um, exposed to sexual assault and rape. Yeah, 100%. That also, that just gave me another point about the whole Sarah Evergard case and how the police, even if he wasn't a police, it would still be as outrageous. But we we should be yeah. able to trust the police. They are here to enforce the law, not break it. And how those types of laws to protect women, but they're being broken. Yeah, I agree. I think that it kind of goes to show that like, women like can't really safe anywhere. Like, exactly, yeah. especially, God, like, if you're, uh, like, a black woman, you're, it's like a double whammy, isn't it? Because... Yeah, it is. It's, it's like... It's as well. Yeah, exactly. You can't, 
you can't trust women you can't trust the police on the fact that you're a woman and the fact you're black especially for example in america like we've seen a few weeks ago i know it's a man but yeah you know exactly but like there's been loads of cases like uh like a famous brianna taylor everyone i think everyone knows yeah everyone how she got shot inside her house yeah um like there's millions of like a lot of brianna taylors around america and in the uk to be honest as well so yeah yeah it's like that primary school teacher secondary school teacher i forgot her full name but i know something nessa um she was just walking home from and in the middle of the park and then she just got killed uh no there'll be cases as well where like um women are in like sticky situations and they're like calling for the um the cops or the police to like you know help them out um, help them get out of those situations and then like they end up getting assaulted by the police yeah exactly and usually i've seen like um so many videos of of that like happening to girls on tiktok and it's like they'll they'll literally call the police being like i'm someone's following me home or someone's trying to like you know attack me and i need help right now and the police will come but then instead of helping them out or getting them to a safe place they'll actually um, assault them back and i think that's just absolutely disgusting um i don't think anywhere in the world you can really trust the police as a woman because have you even seen the statistics of like domestic violence and is really high that. domestic violence and the police is so high yeah especially America, like 40 percent or something Over and especially in like officers. court as well the the judge who's more likely to be a man in this society they like kind of blame it on their clothes they wear and stuff and what type of underwear they're wearing but you could be a you know fully covered woman or you could be in a bikini but you should not you know be even touched by a man without consent and it just goes to show how like messed up society is and how we people do say we've come a long way which I half agree half disagree but there's still so much to be done yeah definitely I think the women have come a long way but I don't think the men I don't think they haven't changed their mindset because because they're not us they don't understand and I think that's a problem with all boys school as well for like seven years um so I went to sixth form me and Stella we're from the same like sixth form but the sixth form next to us like their lower school is just all boys and because they all grow up to um they're all just surrounded by boys that's why they don't feel the need to change even if they got mothers and sisters at home because most of the time they're surrounded by boys um their misogynism they don't feel the need I think you can apply the same thought to like racism and homophobia like if you live in a white area and it's just white people people are being racist because they don't feel the need to change similarly you can like kind of apply that that's why I feel like there are some roots of problems we can start to eradicate yeah definitely I mean even my brother he goes to the school and like he says stuff like especially with what with that Andrew Tate and all this yeah he comes home and he'll be saying stuff and I'm like saying to him like like where have you learned this from and it and it usually comes from like the environment they're in it's like a learned behavior isn't it to be and I, I like it's very difficult to kind of um like uh like reverse that because it's like who they're not gonna my brother's not more likely gonna be listening to his friends and what they're saying instead of what I'm saying so it's like very difficult to kind of re like kind of I know I don't know how to describe it another way but like reprogram them it's kind of difficult to do that um and it's not even like boys that go to all boys school I mean my brothers go to mixed schools um I know lots of people that come out of mixed schools and they still have that mindset mindset because because it, they literally do you know the way we girls bond by like you know talking about makeup or we have like 
common interests and you know our common interests could be anything boys like common interests like the root of it is literally being hateful towards girls they'll literally yeah. stand in the circle being like oh do you know this girl i done that to her and they literally the the way they earn respect in their circles is how they treat other girls exactly, and yeah. the person treat them the more you're thought of as this like hard bad guy that's like you know that all the girls want and like you're treating them like shit you're such a player and that's how they earn respect in their circles and because like they have their friends fueling that behavior and you know um encouraging them to do it again and uh, worse they go out and do it worse or like it'll be um they'll literally like if I don't know like if you play um Call of Duty or something and you'll be on like the headset, the headset. and as soon as like a bunch of guys come on they just like and they find out you're a girl they start yeah. saying like yeah um, it's bullshit and it's like I didn't ask for that even like any like even if I'm on TikTok live or something a bunch of guys will come on and then the first thing they want to do is like oh Andrew take uh top g top g and they just want to like hate on you just because you're a girl and it's like there's like literally no need for that because exactly. that kind of culture of just like immediately seeing a girl and then hating on them because it's a girl and then they don't see how that links to the crimes that we see like um so I work for the mayor's office I'm part of the young people's action group and what we've started to do is where we started to focus on violence against young women and girls and we've noticed that we take it as a national crisis yeah. as in there's a very clear and linear path between holding misogynistic views and actually going out and committing the crime and if you actually want to like prevent the crime from actually happening in the first place you have to tackle those baseline misogynistic views um and those are like women stay in the house women should not work the man is the provider things like that and it's like okay cool you want to like step up in your role in your household and you want to go out and provide but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to like contain women or like keep her inside your house as a prisoner and it's like these boys that will have these views you're literally like 15 they 16. treat women like property <laughs> you don't have yeah. a wife and before they even you know get into relationships before they even like meet women and actually have like conversations with girls and become friends with them the first thing they're being taught before they even have those relationships is oh your woman is like there to like support you in the household she's gonna like cook for you and uh clean up uh, clean up after you and look after your kids and it's like that's before like the minute like they're born that's that's the first thought they've yeah. had before they even see them as people they see them yeah. as objects property. And, yeah. and property and a service that woman is there to service you that woman is there to um you know uh submit to you do whatever you want and it's like before they even understand that women are people they see them as objects first yeah um to add on to your point um i can't i found kind of backtracking on what you said before about in school and how the boys gas their guy friends up or like you mm -hmm. know losing their virginity for example but if a girl was to act how the boy did it will get a lot of backlash definitely, and how and how girls some girls like especially mixed school I went to a mixed school as well um, for like secondary and how if a girl did something like I don't know give a blowjob in the bush or something like that it'll be like oh why did you do that for blah 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 but if a guy did that they'll be like you know like they'll just clap in and be like yep yeah, that's mm -hmm. my guy and things like that also another point you said about you know in, in the house um it doesn't help in some cultures or just some households some mothers they because they babyfy their son so much compared to their daughter their mm -hmm. son thinks it's okay to act like that in public because if they can act like that at home you know their sisters are helping the cooking while they're on their ps5 um all night long that's why they think it's okay to treat other women like that and they never learn because of some like 
because of the problems at home, which I also think is another root problem that needs to be solved. Definitely, definitely. I think culture has like such a massive impact yeah. on the way that boys le learn and grow up because um, especially my culture as well, I come from an Asian culture, but I know yeah. it's the same most cultures, most cultures are patriarchal. Um, they literally treat their women as subordinate to their men, you know, like you have a dinner party, the men get fed first, then the women, the women yeah. have to clean and then they get to like sit down and eat the leftovers or you know um the men can all go out and chill on the streets and the women have to stay at home and they have their own gathering at home and it's like even though we live in um I live in the UK and it's like you it's a different culture like women can go in as many places as men can but it's because of the household like ideologies that women stay in the house means that I can't go out and interact with like people outside yeah. because of that mindset and then obviously like the boys aren't gonna like consciously they're gonna not gonna be like um oh we should treat women less but when they see women being treated less subconsciously they think oh that's how we're supposed to treat them yeah i agree with you especially the consciousness that's really mm -hmm. important because how are we going to change that i think that's like i think a solution i think we should start talking about solutions that should occur being like primary second primary school definitely primary um, like talk about gender equality like a bit you, you don't need to get you don't need to overcomplicate it for them you just have to say you know treat everybody with respect doesn't matter what their gender is and in secondary school they should get into the gritty nitty gritty of it and also about Andrew Tate and other people like him they should I've, Andrew Tate did get banned online but people like him should not be given a platform or the attention really even on mainstream media he got he gets a lot of an attention um people like him um, they need to be offline because we live in a very heavy internet world as well. We you have to be we have to be careful of who we give our who do we how do I explain who do you give like your attention to yeah. for them to increase their power? Who do we give who do we give a platform to? That's what I was trying to say. Who deserves a platform? Who doesn't? Just briefly before we move on with the Andrew Tate thing. I feel like anything that man says should be immediately classed as like a hate crime against women and then be done and dusted and you know he should be put under the rug because the 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 bullshit that this man sorry am I allowed I'm not allowed to swear it's okay like, it's fine it's fine the bullshit that this man spews is like it's so disgusting and the fact that people listen to his his words and they don't necessarily see it as a hate crime or as misogynistic is what's even more terrifying it's the fact yeah. that these people are being brainwashed and taking everything in and they don't realize how it's bad and um how it actually impact like the impact of his words basically and one thing i really want to get to is that he's currently in custody for sex trafficking yeah in and romania time i bring this up you know they're always like oh top g he's like he's such a hustler he's teaching us like how to be you know he's big men yeah. yeah and it's like okay but he's a sex trafficker like why are you still supporting him and the immediate thing they'll say oh but there's no evidence oh but his girls wanted to do it oh but they they were paid equally for the things that they do and i saw this thing and it's like when people are being abused or when people are being manipulated into doing something for someone, it's not necessarily that they're being beaten up for it, you know? It's not like I'm beating you up and then I'm saying, do this for me right now. They will manipulate you into doing it. They will befriend you. They will, what Andrew Tate Emotional does- Emotional abuse. It's the yeah. lover boy method. What he does is he gets into a relationship with these women. He makes them fall in love with them. He basically, you know, gives them gifts. He provides for them. You know, all this like, love oh, mental provide. He takes them on dates. He pays for their meals. He, you know, teaches them that he's going to do everything for them for, to provide for them. And then he slowly starts bringing them into this webcam business. And he admitted it himself yeah. that 
I think he said 70%. He was like, 70% of my girls were my girlfriend at the time. They never did sex work before. And after me, they started getting into it. And he's trying to like put it off as if like, oh, I'm protecting them. It's I'm the way it's the way he sex. says it confidently with chess as well, when there are people who are smart enough to realise that it's grooming. He's literally like yeah, grooming. It's, it's grooming. It's grooming. But the little yeah. like little boys who are exposed to this media wouldn't think that because they didn't have the education yet. I think that's another thing. I think um when I started learning about grooming and stuff in school, I got told about like yeah nine, yeah ten. I think it needs to be started mm-hmm. way earlier. Definitely. Also with Andrew Tate, people try so um he converted into Islam. So people try to like wipe mm-hmm. his past sins, but like sins, I'm gonna do quotations because obviously sins and an actual law um but even so even if he did convert to islam he would have not done all that before and he's using religion as an excuse as well which is like and then he's given all of us a bad name i think also that um a lot of people i think this really highlights how people have such a misunderstanding of what sex trafficking and sex crime is a lot of people think it's literally just a woman walking down the street and she's like grabbed off the street and like yeah. trafficked off somewhere that's like it happens it's a very small part of actual sex trafficking though yeah. most people are groomed by their partners um obviously most women are groomed by their partners and then they'll see as andrew tate does start some webcam business then it can get, even get more sinister yeah. than that yeah it, it can like build up it can build up into like you know like pimping these women out and yeah. that causes so many psychological problems so many emotional problems for these women for the rest of their life that they're gonna have to it's gonna affect them for the rest of their life basically basically yeah and people will say oh but it's not that deep because they consented to it it's like it's not consent if they've been groomed into it and it's like even if they like stand up right now and say yeah I wanted to do that and you know I stand by my actions it's like still the method that he went about it the way he's bragging about it the way he's going on and teaching his um you know people by hustlers academy it's his intentions as well he literally intended to use women as they are objects and property yeah and he's teaching other boys to do the same in hustlers academy he's like oh um treat them like this, you know, buy them flowers, buy them their favourite chocolate. And it's like, men, no, men have had centuries of of experience of treating women badly, and they know exactly how to manipulate you. They will put, they will act like they're giving you all their love and attention. They will pretend that they're thinking about you constantly by, you know, like buying your favourite flowers. They will go out and, you know, remember your favourite chocolate bar, you know, they will, you will give them like suggestions of like books and reading material, and they will actually like read and, you know, get in involved in your interest to make you feel like they're falling in love with you yeah. but it doesn't but they're not actually because what they're really doing is they're trying to create this connection where you have an emotional attachment to them so that when they then turn around and say oh I love you so will you do this for me you will turn around and say yeah because you know you've treated me so well and I want to do this for you too yeah because you got manipulated into doing it and I think that's exactly. the I think that's the thing that most people forget uh like like people forget that there's a whole trafficking, like, not trafficking, like, long process behind the final stage, if that makes sense. It could, t- it could be, like, months in the making. That relationship could have taken months to be built. Exactly. He actually brings out the webcams. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah. he's just like you know. It's not the white uh, the white van um stereotype that people think it is. It's not like someone's just gonna kidnap you whilst you're walking to school and they're gonna put you in their van and take you somewhere. It's like th- there's like a big process behind it. Yeah. Uh, so do you want to add anything on before we swiftly move on? 
Um, I think Andrew Tate is like just the prime example of male socialization at the yeah. moment. And I think it's especially like I think it's dangerous that like, for example, during COVID and kind of it's kind of um like faded away now. But like for example, when we're in lockdown, a lot of I know he wasn't around so much then, but a lot you know, other creators have been. A lot of boys, young boys. Uh, impressionable young boys that was their only kind of education during that time like when you're locked up for so long or when you're indoors which a lot of these a lot of these I'm going to call them incels they are they're like this is the only kind of media they're like exposed to and so because of that they like even if they even if but the thing that's scary to me is even if they did have all these women they could talk to and ask about all this stuff they still wouldn't they're still going to take the word of one man who they've put on a pedestal over the hundreds and thousands and millions of women who are saying no this man what he's saying is number one just you're not going to get anywhere with it and number two it's actively really harmful for women and it perpetuates all these stereotypes and yeah it it, as as you were saying like it, all these misogynistic views leads to violence. It, there's a direct correlation yeah, yes. between misogynistic views and actual violence against women. Can I add on to that quickly? Yeah. Um, you said something, yeah, one thing that I really, really hate, well, not hate, but so, something that I really, really see is the gender sor- solidarity that men have. It's yeah. like 50 women can come against one man and say, oh, this guy sexually assaulted me, or this guy said this, or this guy done this. And as long as one man goes behind him and says, no, he didn't, he's cool, he's my bro, all the men will back that guy. And it's like, all the men will always, like, put men first. Like, no matter in what uh, what, um, situation you're in, they always... Um, say oh but she could be lying oh but what if he's innocent oh but even when there's literal proof as even well. when there's literal proof they will literally back that guy or like if he's someone famous like Andrew Tate and it's like oh he's famous so people just want to like come against him people just want to like you know put him in jail because they hate to see like strong men shining or whatever and it's like they will always back their own before they even listen to women and that's one thing that women don't have is gender solidarity because like we mentioned before um a lot of women's problems also come because of internalized misogyny and how we don't even back each other the way that men back each other so how can we like ask them to listen to us when a lot of our own women don't listen to us like arguing with each other i think that just reminded me of you know the rex Orange County, I don't know his like artist yeah, name. Rex County, yeah. yeah, um, how he was in trial for sexual assault, and then there was like evidence because of the sec- oh sorry the security camera or something like that just yeah. saw it, but then they it got dismissed, it. and yeah. then it got the case got dismissed. But a lot of people were happy. A lot of people were happy that oh he didn't actually yeah. do it when there was still proof. And I, I feel like the system's exactly. not strong. And he it was he was tried in the UK, I'm pretty sure. So yeah. it just shows that our system is not even good enough to protect us as women. Because we, if like an influential man must have like assaulted one of us, for example, and we go up to the police and we even have proof, but even that will not be enough. Yeah, the incarceration rates for uh, crimes such as rape or sexual assault they're extraordinarily low. Like it's if you're assaulted. Yeah, it's, it's less than one percent. And when you look at how many women are raped, like depending on where you look, it's about one in four, one in five. The rate of there's got to be there's not just one man running around raping all these women. It's a it's like a lot of men, people you know, and yeah. these men. I don't see them in prison. They're out. They're they're yeah, like, just, like yeah, we they're put, we they could be in the same class as us. They could yeah. be in our family. You literally cannot trust yeah. anyone. Like 
even like it could be men you live with like your yeah, yeah the vast majority the vast majority of rapes and sexual assaults happen it's people you know yeah yeah, yeah exactly people that live in this, it could be your uncle your father your brother it's exactly. not necessarily men on the streets like we, we would initially think yeah, yeah exactly i think that's why a lot of like mothers don't send their kids to sleepovers i've never had yeah. sleepover unless they're like my cousins yeah. or my grandma's house or something like that but like yeah i remember younger you know when you feel a bit of fit fomo like oh how come they're all always saying yeah. at each other's house how mm. come she's with her man like but i think some mothers who may not have that internalized misogynism know what's out there before we even are even old enough to understand our society which i think is pretty mm. crazy to me like and also, you know, just thinking about it now, like after growing up a bit, having a bit more life experience than I was at 11 and how like at 11, 12 years old, you're year seven, year eight. And then boys will say like misogynistic stuff. But at the time, you wouldn't think it's misogynistic. You would think it's banter or a joke. But now yeah. thinking back, it's like, why did they say all why this? Why did they say that? Yeah. Because of their environment. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, but I have to end it there. So thank you so much, guys, for coming on and yeah if you guys enjoyed this podcast please leave any comments below and yeah see you next week thank you thank Thank you guys guys.